0: happy friday this is the no tracers podcast if you're an urban explorer or if you're trying to get into the art and the hobby and the the sport of urban exploring check out this show this is the one for you this is no tracers welcome to no tracers the podcast where i take you on an adventure through the hidden gems and forgotten corners of the world from abandoned buildings and tunnels to rooftop views and street art Join me as we uncover the secrets of the urban landscape with interviews from experienced explorers, tips and tricks for navigating the urban terrain, and thrilling firsthand accounts of their explorations. Get ready to discover the world like never before. Come explore with us. But remember, leave no trace. So, happy Friday. Hope you are gearing up for a weekend of urban exploring. If you're not, if you're just at home this weekend, that's okay too. Edit some photos, make some videos, and uh, enjoy this conversation. This week on the podcast, I'm speaking with Blood Recutioner. You can find him on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Twitch, all the all the places he explores. He does a little bit of uh, gaming as well. He's trying to get back into more gaming. So if you're into that kind of stuff, definitely check out his links down in the description. Before we get into this episode, just a couple of things. First of all, thank you for tuning in this week. Very excited for this episode. It's a great one. We have a really cool conversation. And uh, if you do like it, please leave a rating and feedback on the podcast. It helps us grow. It helps us find more listeners to enjoy this show just like you're going to. And uh, if you want to support what I do, uh, there are a few ways to do so. There are some sponsors down in the description and there are links to my merch store, which has hats, beanies, backpacks, duffel bags, uh, t-shirts, patches, all kinds of cool stuff on there. Uh, and two photography books that I've made. Definitely go check that out. Notracers.com slash shop. You can also see a gang of my photography and video work in abandoned places at Notracers.com. Go over there and enjoy that and subscribe to the newsletter if you want to. But. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode. Blood Recutioner, welcome to the podcast. Please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience.
1: Well, my name is Blood Recutioner. I go by that or my real name is Chris. Um, Also, Blood Explores on TikTok. um, But Blood Recutioner works, Blood, Chris, what have you. (laughs) Either way, that's me. And uh, I've been... Uh, let's see I've been exploring for about I want to say three years now it was like right before COVID shut everything down so yeah uh, about three years and uh yeah been going strong ever since
0: amazing so you're what we call a uh a COVID explorer because you know I, I think that yeah. time got a lot of a new wave of people came into the hobby
1: yeah I think I started a little bit before um mm. Because I vaguely remember, um, I I worked at a restaurant and uh, yeah, I vaguely remember like the whole mask thing wasn't a thing. So it was, it was a little bit before COVID. So I think I missed that, that window of being a COVID explorer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what got you into exploring in the first place? Like what, what made you kind of catch the bug? What made you, uh, like, how'd you hear about urban exploring, all that stuff?
1: So when I was little, um, I've always been fascinated with, like, abandoned places. I think I was about nine years old. I remember we would always go past this big building. I used to live in Ohio. And um, and then it became abandoned, and then I found out it was a hospital. I'm like, how does a hospital go abandoned? And, like, here I am, like, um, you know, like, some years later, and I I find uh exploring with Josh and then the proper people and um Steve Ronan, I find all of them. I'm like, wait, people actually explore abandoned places and I was like, that's the most coolest thing I've ever ever heard. And from that point on I just I kind of became like a huge like fan of it, like just seeing these places and then I didn't really think about going in on myself until, uh, recently. Um, I've always liked photography. Um, even when I was like a little kid, I would take like disposable cameras when I was like seven and just use them and take them to the zoo. And, but that's how I pretty much came about to exploring. It was just pretty much just those two passions of, uh, just seeing abandoned places and then just like taking photos and yeah, pretty much fired up from there.
0: Nice. So what was your first exploration? What was the first building you went into?
1: (laughs) It was probably my most, uh, my most sketchy one. So my, my buddy, um, I met him at my old job. We worked together for about three, four years. And uh, one day after work, because it was a restaurant, we closed like late. One day after work, I was like, dude, you want to go explore an abandoned hotel? He's like, all right, cool. So this was in kind of like a rough neighborhood. Um, We pretty much got there. We parked the car. And rule number one that I learned that night, always check around for entrances. Don't go for the closest thing, (laughs) because we ended up jumping a fence and almost face planning onto the other side it was just hilarious but we went in there we got kind of spooked and we ended up going back the next day and um yeah it was just the most sketchy thing because we found um we found like needles like it wasn't like like apparent what or they were doing there but it looked as if like it was just people up to no good squatting there and whatnot and um I actually uploaded this video on YouTube because like it was like a thing where I wanted to go explore abandoned places but I didn't just want to take photos I wanted to take video as well so we were up on the second floor And um, we were kind of just like looking around and all of a sudden we start hearing music coming at us from like the corner of the building. We couldn't see who it was. So we just like started running like we got out of there and it was just crazy. But luckily ever since then, I don't think we've had anything that sketchy.
0: (laughs) Gotcha. So what made you so after that experience, like, were you kind of spooked from exploring again, or were you just like, I got to go do this some more?
1: No, I immediately thought to myself, I have to do this more. I have to find more places to do this. And um, I eventually just fired up Googlers, then started looking at um, different ghost towns, like throughout mm-hmm. Florida. And um, I ended up locating a, it was like a Bannon trailer, Um Like deep in some woods, like the road was like non existent, and um, we ended up exploring that. And uh, then I found a it was like a pink, like um, I guess it used to be like a horse ranch or something, and they turned into a family home.
0: Mm.
1: I also found that like the same day, so like a few weeks later, we found ourselves like. doing more explorers, like, more and more and more. And, yeah, it was it was the adrenaline rush that kind of was like, yeah, I want to do this more. Like, I wasn't sketched out at all about the danger. Um, it was more so I wanted to experience more of the unknown and just, you know, see things that normal people do not see in their lifetime, pretty much. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think that's a big part of why we do this because we know that very few people i mean the community is big but like in in comparison to the the world you know this is a very niche thing that not a lot of people do a lot of people talk about it. a lot of people know about it and a lot of people are like wow i wish i could do that but they don't and i think it takes a very uh interesting type of person to go into these buildings and for you can you talk about like the mentality of an urban explorer what what makes you continue to go back to these places is it just the adrenaline is it you know the decay like what what for you makes you keep going back
1: it's funny because I I explain to everyone what it's it kind of is like when I first told my parents about it like it's like so do you go into places and look for ghosts? It's like, no, that's not <laughs> it. But I I did have like sort of a weird stage where I was like fascinated with the paranormal and stuff. Sure. And um I feel like the the state of mind of just like Urban Explorer, it really differs from person to person. Um it's not really the sense of adrenaline that keeps me coming back to doing it. It's more so just the history of some of these places is just insane. Um, recently, um, my buddy uh, adventuring with Trevor, um, me and him found this, well, he found this abandoned house. And it's funny because we're like a super good team. Like, we, like he finds locations, I do the research, and he's like, oh man, that's crazy, you found that. And it's like you you find so much history at like some of the most unexpected places, and it's like it. I don't know if it's a history to architecture, just like it's like a a new mystery every location you go to, and um, even even some of the more well known locations. Like it's just it's mind boggling just coming back years later after you go to a place and you just see how much the decay has set in or, you know, unfortunately we have people that trash things right. and, you know, it, it's, I, so I really can't really speak any, like on anyone when it comes to like mindset of an urban explorer. I think it just differs from person to person. But for me, there are so many things that keep me doing this. And um like, I love sharing other people's like photos and work, and it honestly captivates me just seeing the many different you know corners of the world when it comes to urban exploring and just you know places in general,
0: yeah, it really is a special thing you know, and as a I'm a documentary filmmaker at heart, and so just like every person has a story. I feel like every location, every building has its mm-hmm. own story. And like some of those stories speak to you when you're inside, like just through like the, whether it's the energy or the architecture or whatever it may be, even sometimes like the graffiti inside can tell a story. I I, uh, I uh, had a explorer on recently and he talked about this amazing building that was like graffitied on the inside and outside. And it was this story about like, you know, the the world that's on fire like the world is burning kind of thing mm-hmm. and it, it it was like a story all through this abandoned building and it's stuff like that that is really fascinating to me that people make art at these places and whether you agree with graffiti or not i know that that's a controversial subject in yeah, itself yeah. within the community but you know sometimes if it's beautiful like it yeah. it it is a special thing
1: it- it really is a beautiful thing. Like as long as it's not just like rocket ships and, and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's my code name, my, oh my, my YouTube, <laughs> my YouTube friendly name yes. for yep. for the dick drawings. Like, yep. but yeah, th- no. The graffiti can definitely tell a story, and that's that's another thing that I I don't normally like go on about like graffiti, but I have seen some pieces in some areas where it's like, wow, that's amazing i can respect Mm -hmm. that took probably a lot of time to do that
0: yeah and i mean when when i explore you know i obviously have like that adrenaline of like oh my god how long can we stay in here until we get caught kind Mm -hmm. of thing and like then you look at some of these like intricate murals and you're like they were probably here for like eight hours like (laughs) painting this mural with like no problems (laughs) so like yeah probably chill at this place but um do you have a certain type of building that you prefer exploring
1: Oh man! um, I think I've been set on the I've been really set on time capsules um just the places where it's like the family just got up and left, and everything's just still there um yeah it I have yet to explore. A hospital i've been really wanting to do that those are few to none here in florida right. um there's yeah i think i think time capsule capsules oh excuse me um time capsules really do it for me um even if it's just like a building re- with um really old architecture like there's a few luxury resorts here mm. in Florida and that architecture is just amazing. I just love the 1920s uh Spanish Mediterranean revival mm. style. Like it's really cool to me.
0: Yeah, and I feel like they don't make buildings the same way. I mean, you know, if you go into a more recently built abandoned building, it's already mm-hmm. falling apart compared to the older like hospitals or asylums or you know uh even like you're talking about resorts and things that were built back in the day i feel like the the care that went into creating those buildings was greater than it is now now they're just trying to throw stuff up you know all the time like
1: it's funny that you mentioned that because uh recently i explored some it's like a i was actually working on the video before we started this um but the um the place is a abandoned it's like a subdivision of just modern mansions and they are built in like early two thousands. And it's funny you mentioned the whole contrast of, you know, the old architecture and that kind of architecture. Even though I found that it was like really kinda not so striking to the eye, it still had Quite a bit of history behind it, which was pretty, pretty interesting to me.
0: Man, it's it's so fascinating, all these like different buildings that we get to see. And I I wish that I I went to Portugal a few years ago and I'll never forget the building. Um it was a, a restaurant that was like had a 360-degree panorama and it was up on this like really hmm. tall hill or like mountain or whatever, and it overlooked the entire city. And I thought to myself, like, I looked up, obviously I looked up the place and the architect that built it. And I was like, man, I wish I could bring that architect here now and (laughs) like interview him and ask him like, what do you think of this building now that it's decaying? You know, like you built this and now it's just like you know being taken back by nature it's it's so crazy to me that's a
1: very not to cut you off that is a very interesting perspective like I never thought of like what would the artist or the designer (laughs) feel looking at this building now like I I think I felt that way about a few homes where it was like I wonder what the people would have felt you know, looking at their home now in contrast to when they're watching their home being built. Like, that's just, that's a really interesting perspective that you kind of shed it onto me. I'm like, wow, that's, you know, I'm going to think about that a lot more now. Yeah, definitely.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know, all the different types of places that I'm sure, you know, you've been to and that I've been to and that the many people that listen to the show have been to, like, just like think about that next time you're in a building. Like, I wonder, like, who built this and like, where are they, where are they now? Like, where, where are they? they? And like, what what would they think of this? And, you know, I, I think the guy that built that restaurant, uh, unfortunately passed away. So like, there's Mm. no way that could happen, but like, it just like, that's always in the back of my mind when I'm exploring now is like, I wonder what the architect would think of this place. But, um, for you, have you ever gotten permission to explore a place?
1: Um, (laughs) Not um not necessarily, no. No. It, it's always just been uh it's always just been um one speed and let's just go. Like and if it's not doable, stake out, like go past during the night if you have any doubt of the place even being abandoned, because here in Florida we have um we have a lot of houses that look abandoned but they're actually not. And um That's the worst. <laughs> I've I've had if my don't fair. Houses,
0: <laughs> fuck that cuz like someone's probably living there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I've had my fair share of uh close encounters. I'm like, "Woo, I'm glad I didn't try and explore that <laughs> house." But I have this whole system down where it's like if I have any doubt in my mind, I'll go back like during night, I'll go back like, you know, 12 AM. Like I'll go past like drive by or whatever. And, um, see if there's any lights or anything like that. There's easy ways to like, look up property records now. And, um, just, you know, you can't be too careful when it comes to that. And, um, that's what, that's what sucks about um liking time capsule houses too much because you you have to run that risk of well somebody could be living there um maybe not then you just go there the next day and johns out there watering his <laughs> his plants outside his house that is falling apart yep. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's crazy. That's like a huge reason I kind of stay away from houses unless it's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an abandoned mansion. I feel like you can kind of tell.
1: Yeah. Then
0: if it's uh, actually abandoned, you know, or if like the doors off the hinges, you know, like obvious signs that nobody's there, but yeah, houses kind of sketch me out because of that reason, because like, no matter how dilapidated the house, if you're in southern mm-hmm. Alabama, there's a good chance oh. somebody's in that house living.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. That's um yeah, we had a we had a house where it was uh adventuring with Trevor and I. We it was the house I mentioned earlier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We went in there and um it was it was pretty sketchy. Um like the first thing we see when we go through the sliding glass back door like it was cracked open so we knew that it was definitely like abandoned mm-hmm. but we went in there and there was just a, a blanket covering the doorway and we just hear beeping and here we find out that it was uh, it was the high temperature alarm for the refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> and the electricity was still on Wow, and, and yeah and that whole home had tons of history. I guess the guy was a Hanshi karate master tenth degree um from Japan, wow. and he brought like karate to America, like no at way. least in Florida, yeah, and he hosted like events in like central europe he um camp Kumite he hosted. I think he won like second place in like ninety four or ninety eight, wow. and yeah, the guy he was a very like um, prominent figure in in that that you know region of the world, and then he brought it over here in every country like he bent he went to, and he brought um, you know pretty much knowledge of that side of the world to hear, and it was just crazy uncovering all that history on that one location that we honestly were about to just be like you know what this is too sketchy let's go (laughs)
0: that's crazy (laughs) dude wow so I uh I started this this uh thing with the podcast at the end of the show I asked my guests um what they would ask the next guest it's just a way mm. to like kind of get people to interact with each other. So I'm going to skip around a little bit here just so I can ask this question because I feel like it's relevant now. Um, so okay. Zach Visuals asks, where do you draw the line on risk?
1: Um, so what I, So what I do is I pretty much go with my gut. Like there's always that sort of feeling in your stomach where it's like, okay, well, I don't have a great feeling about this at all. Like, And it usually comes up before you even get into the location. And I feel like with risk, um, if you're talking about going into the place, if you feel like it's too risky, um, go with your gut. If you feel like you need more time to actually Think about your plan to get into the place. If there is no like visible way of getting into it, think over the plan. I, what I like to do is I use my drone. My drone helps me out so many times. Um It gives me a bit of confidence too. Like it really alleviates the pressure of risk. Um, just just, stake out the location as much as you can before know your ins and outs of the of the place before you go in
0: definitely i i would agree with that completely um so can you share with us your most creative entrance into a place
1: oh man um it's definitely not the uh jumping the fence and almost <laughs> falling on my face <laughs> um let's see here oh man Like most places I've been to. Okay, so there has been a couple. I'm I'm a very, uh, I'm a short person. I'm like 5'4", 5'5", something like that. So as you can imagine, I have trouble reaching things. I'm vertically challenged. I cannot, you know, I don't have that reach. Um, There's been a couple of times where I'm just like, okay, how do I get in here? And then I have to like look around. (laughs) And scavenge something to stand on, yep. or you know, finding completely different way. Um, that's happened a couple times. Um, but yeah, I that that's probably my most creative. I have to like play Tetris with things, <laughs> just to get into some areas. Yep,
0: we're climbing up pipes, and we're like, you know, finding <laughs> yeah. chairs. And I'm five three, so I've the same problem yep. getting into places. Yep. So, so you,
1: so you know, yeah, I that's... do. It's the whole pipe thing. You got <laughs> Mario your way yeah. or Donkey Kong your way up. Exactly. And, uh,
0: it's a nightmare, but hey, we do it because it's mm-hmm. it's what we love, you know? Um, definitely. So how many pins would you say are on your map?
1: Um, I wanna say I wanna say about forty something. Okay. Um and there are a few that I haven't checked out, but to be fair, I only explore in Florida as of now, sure um it's very hard to get out and explore when you work full time, but i I do make the time and get out to places whenever, but yeah, um, I want to say forty active pins there's a little bit more if you count like the demolished locations sure. um but yeah, like I don't really record every location um i've kind of gotten like very very picky with like locations it's like if there is nothing there then it, it kind of makes it hard to turn it into a video um yeah
0: i agree you know like i yeah. i have the same same kind of thing like if there's not a whole lot going on there like it's not like what's the point? Cause I still love exploring regardless yeah, exactly. but, and I'll still explore, but I mean, of course we want to share that, you know, I think that's a big part yeah. of like, especially as you know, uh, YouTubers, I think it's, it's a kind of a, innate behavior that mm-hmm. we want to you know film that i mean i i used to do daily videos i did a thousand days in a row uh i was living Oof. overseas and traveling and doing all these things and touring with bands and blah 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 mm-hmm. you know so i was like this is pretty interesting i should probably document this and share it with everybody and so it, it, it's like built into me to want to film and document everything now um so i totally get what you're saying like yeah
1: that's that's exactly and and i always i always have this struggle in the back of my mind like i'll be filming and then it's like i want to take photos and it's like ooh, (laughs) look at that like if i wait like 10 more minutes the sun won't be in that one little spot for me and get this so i just like i stop recording take a picture and like it like line up the shot and then you know sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't but mm-hmm. hey it's like you know you might as well try it and then get back to recording like nothing happened <laughs> yep yep
0: <laughs> i wish there were two of me so i could do both at yep. the same time it's very frustrating but i totally understand what you're saying um do you prefer to explore alone or with people
1: hmm. um that's a very good question because uh i have tried and explored like explore places alone um i just i feel like if you've been to the spot if you know that nobody's gonna be hanging out cause any trouble at the spot i feel like sometimes the lone explorers they just they're they hit differently yeah. um it gives you a lot of time to just recollect and just being there listening to like the water drip from the ceilings Mm. and just echo through the building or, you know, you hear the wind just howling through the pillars of the building. Sometimes that just, it creates a peace of mind that like nothing can be matched. Um, Like there's, there's this abandoned mansion like over by the ocean and uh, it's right on the beach. And I remember sitting there and just like listening to the waves and I'm just like, man, this is this is great. But um, for the most part, I always try and bring my best buddy, Eric, or I just hit up one of my other homies. And yeah, I, I just feel like when it comes to exploring new places, definitely better to have somebody with you because you never know what the heck is going to happen or who's in there Yeah.
0: Yeah, it it is a uh, it it definitely hits different like that's a good way of putting it, you know, mm-hmm. like I was in Australia on tour with uh one of the bands I worked for last year and I uh I can't remember when it was, but I had this guy on his name is his username is Jims Urbex, he lives in Adelaide, Australia. Oh, okay. And we were in Adelaide and we had a day off. We were there for two days and one day was a day off, and so I hit him up and I was like, dude, I would love to go explore with you, uh and like meet up, because obviously like <laughs> when am I going to go back to Australia? Right. So, um, and he does like drains and all kinds of stuff. So Mm, I hit him up and it was a public holiday and he had already had plans with family or whatever, but he sent me pins to some of his spots and he was like, go, just go explore. Like, you'll be fine. (laughs) And I was like, "Mm, okay, I'm in a foreign country. Like, I don't really know how the, how it goes here in Australia, you know, but uh, one of the spots was a shopping mall and it was like, three blocks away from my hotel like walking distance so I was like okay I have to go check this out so I walk over and uh I'm like surely the door isn't open surely this Hmm. is gonna be a mission and I walk over to the I walk down an alley and I like look at the door and I'm like no freaking way the deadbolt is like sticking out of the door but the door has (laughs) been like pried open and I was like there's no way this is open so I just like slowly pull the door open and it's like dude I had to go in I couldn't not you know so it was amazing like walking around in silence with like without Mm -hmm. having like other people's footsteps inside you know and other people talking and doing their thing and like having conversations you know it was it was cool to like like you said like recollect and reflect on like what's going on and just kind of take in the ambience of the place and it was cool because it was like right in the middle of the city center so I could like hear people walking outside mm-hmm. like right outside the walls and i was like this is wild like this place used to yeah. be a mall here and now it's just like who would know like if you didn't know it was there you would have no idea you know what so, i mean like
1: yeah so you have that ominous like yeah there's those people out there there's <laughs> yeah. footsteps and then yep. you're just inside chilling and just yeah. taking all the that's that's amazing it was it's crazy yeah see that's that's like the that's like the ultimatum. It's like. I, I drive to locations. I'm like just blasting metal. Like, I'm just right. like <laughs> listening to music, like jamming out. And then I get to a location. And it's like if I'm by myself, I'm just like chilling there. Or like yeah. if I'm with somebody, I'm just taking foes. And then like on the way home, it's just jamming out again. It's yep, like, yep. it's that duality of just like, I want to listen to my music and relax. But then I want to go to these places, take foes, relax, and just listen. Like, so great.
0: It's so great. And like the buildings speak, you know, like the wind whistling through mm-hmm. like a corridor yep. or like a door like flying open because of the wind, you know, like these vi- these buildings have voices and they speak to us. And I think that's another like really special thing about this
1: man made wind chimes. <laughs> yeah, man, it's
0: amazing. It's amazing. Um, If you could live in one abandoned place you've explored for an entire week, which place would it be?
1: Hmm wow that's uh that's a tough one (laughs) um man uh i i think i would love to just like i think i would just love to live in uh there was uh i i was gonna say a theme park that was here that's not here anymore but um i i I don't think I could deal with people like going <laughs> through the place I live yeah. all week. Yeah. Um, I I think the the karate master house, like, I think I would live there for a week because honestly, like, like the beach mansion is really nice. Like, I would love that so much, but I feel like you know this time of year um the summer like the beaches are always packed so it's yeah. like mm. and then hurricanes <laughs> yeah uh, florida <laughs> like you might not be in the house you might not wake up in the house um after a hurricane <laughs> that's um, so true but yeah I, I i think the abandoned karate masters house would be amazing because like there's just so much there and Every time I've gone there, like I've found something new, like just going through everything like in the house, like I'll find a different way to photograph something or I'll find a different like booklet of photos or information on the place. Like, um, and, and just like the way it is all just laid out, it was such a nice home at one point in time and it's like it's just like man and it's probably up there with one of my favorite places that i've explored
0: yeah nice um so exploring with nomads question is do you have any good luck charms like that you bring with you to go oh
1: man that (laughs) when he asked that
0: i was like damn that's a good question
1: that, that is a really good question um I mean, I really love, as dumb as it sounds. I really love my car. Um, I got like good luck charms in it. Okay. Um, like I got like a few like little uh, like things hanging from the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, i i love video games, so like I got like a Kirby figurine hanging right. from the mirror, and then I got like uh a, like a Demon Slayer. I got a Zen- Zenitsu, uh figure hanging from it um as far as good luck charms go i think my camera is my good luck charm (laughs) um nothing has been through so much in just the short like three and a half almost four years so i mean my camera um and i i want to say my like yeah just just my camera like i always i always like keep it on me as, as weird as that sounds it's kind of like a security blanket for yeah, me. yeah I, feel
0: you. I <laughs> totally agree if, if I don't have my camera with me when I go somewhere I feel like I'm naked
1: yeah like, I feel yeah. like
0: uncomfortable I'm like but what if something happens and I need to take a photo
1: <laughs> yeah exactly or you know somebody comes in and they start giving me trouble I'm gonna record yeah. this because yeah. it might be my last moments
0: yeah exactly exactly <laughs> So, um, what do you hope for the future of urban exploring?
1: Oh man, um, it, it's funny because I was talking to somebody about about how much places are catching on fire nowadays, mm-hmm. and I, I just really hope that um, people just learn more respect for places and, um it sucks because I explored a place um, two weeks ago and uh, it's a very well-known location here in Florida. And uh, about a week and a half before I got there, I guess it burned um, like the atrium and the whole atrium was just collapsed. Um, And yeah, and there was like scrappers there and it, it just, it, I, I really just hope, in short, people just learn to respect places. And, uh, I mean, who, who's to say, you know, the fires aren't caused by, you know, other things, but I, I my money is on just, you know, people just being people and vandalizing and destroying yeah. stuff and just be more respectful. Come on. <laughs> I, <laughs> I agree. Um, um but yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. Just be more respectful and and you know, be careful who you give your locations out to. Seriously.
0: <laughs> seriously. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Um so what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring?
1: Um I think it's just um I think when I first started I was too focused on filming and uh, I really wish like I knew more about my camera back then like if that makes any sense yeah, oh, yeah. like it's it like because I I'd look at these locations I've been to and in Florida it's like you have to always drive like two yeah. three no, hours <laughs> and like the like some of the best locations I had to drive like three, four hours and um like looking back I'm just like, Man, I really wish I would have just took more time and worked on my photos as well as how I film things. Mm-hmm. Um there's been instances where I, I'm like I catch myself like re watching some of my old videos, I'm like, hmm, because I'm just like, man. I really should have took my time more. I yeah. should have lined up this shot a little bit better. I should have did this or that. And um, same thing with like uh, utilizing like your equipment better. Just in general, utilizing equipment like your drone. Like it's because I always like film places. And I'm like, man. I should have just got drone shots as yeah. well. Like yeah. so, then I'll mm-hmm. find myself like driving an hour, hour and a half to get the shots for the drone and then drive them back. Right. <laughs> like just, just utilizing my, my, uh, what I have better. Like, I really wish I would like have done that more in the past.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. You know, I, I was looking back at some footage today and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> like <laughs> I could have done so much better <laughs> if I just like took the time to like focus on it, you know, more, but, yeah i mean i totally get that um do you have a question that you'd like to ask the next guest
1: um let's see um i think it would be this i was actually thinking this earlier um is there any other hobby that you tied in with urban exploring that kind of influences your content or your shots in any way
0: interesting so what what would your answer be
1: um as i mentioned before i i love my metal music i sure. love my uh video games i always try and um i always try to maintain a balance of like I really, I think when I first started out, I tried aiming for the um, all my shots to, like, have, like, a kind of Last of Us sort of vibe. Like, I wanted that post-apocalyptic, like, vibe with my photos. Like, I want to see the trees just, like, growing through the house and just the vines, like, creeping through the window and just... I want to see all that, like, and um... Like, I like my dark, moody shots, but I like my shots where it's, like, the sky is, like, very vibrant, but you have this, like, dark place, like, right there in the center of the photo. Um, But, yeah, I always try and incorporate, like, you know, what kind of world would this be in if it was a video game? Like, what what kind of dangers would you face if it was a video game? (laughs) Very cool but yeah, I always try and kind of keep that in the back of my head, like, I, because, I, like, I used to, I used to stream video games all the time, and that's where my username kind of came from, was, uh, um, Death Clock, like, uh, Metal Eclipse on Adult Swim, that was, like, one of my favorite shows, and, um, they have a song called Blood Recuted and my cousin was like, How about Blood Recuture? And it kind of stuck with me like for these whole years of just like streaming, and then I started doing all this and um I just refused to change it. It's just it it's something that's always been there.
0: <laughs> so uh, one of my music projects, uh, Matriarchs, we have a music video that is very like metalocalypse uh inspired sweet (laughs) it's called dead man it's about like uh the undead coming out of the earth and decapitating the king you know it's it's super sick i'll send you a link to it it's fucking awesome but yeah please uh, do (laughs) yeah you'll you'll dig it it's it's like uh la hardcore but you know super fucking fun and um i think you'll vibe with it but uh speaking of like video games and the last of us and urban exploration how long would you survive in the zombie apocalypse Mm. knowing what you know about exploring abandoned places
1: oh man you know this is another question i didn't really think about (laughs) um man i i think uh uh i i i think i would i would last uh mm, i'm not too sure because i'm like the most gent I'm not going to toot my horn right now, but <laughs> I am one of the most genuine and just, like, easygoing people. Like, I feel like my kindness is always taken advantage of mm. these days, and I don't know if it's just the people, like, nowadays or what, but um, I would probably not last that long because I would probably end up trusting somebody too much yep. and then yeah i would probably just you know oh sure i'll do that and never come back (laughs) (laughs)
0: hey i love the honesty you know that that made for a really good answer um so thank you for coming on no tracers uh it's been really cool talking to you if people want to keep following you where can they find you online drop your social media
1: okay so instagram is bloodercutioner um I'm on TikTok as well. It's Blood Explorers. There's a underscore between those. Um also on YouTube, um, uh, Blood Recutioner. And um uh, I'm on Twitch as well. It's also Blood Recutioner. And um, yeah, that that's pretty much it. I I just I on Instagram I try and keep it between cars, my urban exploring, and just various photography. My YouTube is just urban exploring I might do gaming stuff again but right now it's just traveling urban exploring all that sort of stuff
0: so that was my episode with blood recutioner I hope you guys enjoyed that if you did please let him know by giving him a follow check out his photography and his videos on youtube like he said he also twitch streams and is trying to get back into doing more gaming so go support him at that if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and feedback so that we can grow this show. If you want to come on No Tracers, you just hit me up on Instagram, no.tracers, or contact at notracers.com, and we'll get you on the show. Thank you guys for listening to another one. This has been my podcast, No Tracers. I'm your host, K, just the letter K, and I'll talk to you next Friday. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.